0: Good morning, good afternoon, and a good night for those who are tuning in to another episode of The Endlessness with your host, A-Dog, a.k.a. Anya Actel. Bree is not here because I will be doing this episode by myself once again. Today's episode, I will be talking about the... Actually, hold on. Let me, let me get this up on my... Google Docs. Oh my god. I literally reorganized my screen. Now I have no idea where anything is. So we might be here for a while. Once I get my Google Docs. Okay. Google Google Docs. I will be talking about... The Psychology of Jung, of Carl Jung and Sigmund Freed. These two men psychologists have looked at dreams, have theories, and just grew up studying dreams in our brains. I will talk about, like, the background of them and go into, like... You know, like, how they got there. Not, like, into it, into it, but just a little background and info on these two men. Let me just say, they were once friends, they once worked together, but then Carl realized that Sigmund only, want, like, thought of, like, one thing, and it's more than one thing, and he started going off his own theories, and so we'll just get into that later, but we are going to start off with Sigmund Freed. So Sigmund was born on May 6, 1856 to Galician Jewish parents, which are Jacob Fried and Emilia Nathanson in the Moravian town of uh, Freiburg in the Austrian Empire. He then died on September twenty third, 1939. He was the first out of eight children, and that's a lot of children. He was an Austrian neurologist and the founder of psychoanalysis. He went to University of Vienna, Vienna, am I saying that right? And at first he was planning on studying law, but then he joined the medical facility. And then after completing his habilitation He was appointed a, um, a Dawson, 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 (laughs) in neuropathology, and he became an affiliated professor in 1902. Uh, he then developed therapeutic techniques such as the use of free association and discovered transference. Which is a phenomenon within psychotherapy in which the feelings a person had about their parents, as one example, are unconsciously redirected or transferred to the present situation. It usually concerns feelings from a primary relationship during childhood. And then Freed's. Redefinition of sexuality to include its infantile forms led him to formulate the Oedipus complex, which is the center tenant of psychoanalytical theory. If I'm saying that right, I might butcher all of these words. <laughs> And then Fried elaborated his theory of the unconscious and went on to develop a model of psychic structure comprising of the id, ego, and the superego. In his later works, Fried developed a wide-ranging interpretation and critics of religion and culture. Okay, so that's just a little... A little a lot of background on him so we're gonna go on to um him developing you know the ego super ego and the id and his like dreams theory so he believed that the mind consists of three aspects the ego superego and the id the id which is the pleasure principle is the unconscious side of ourselves which consists of instinctive drives He believed that most of the desires expressed in our dreams were sexual. The... Well, okay, so he expressed this that was sexual because he lived in a sexual restricted age, so it was natural for him to conclude that the superego would be in continual conflict with the id, which is the instinctive sexual desires. The super okay, so the super ego, which is the moral principle, roughly, <clears throat> roughly corresponds to the conscience that Freud believed that had a social origin. The super ego lives in a state of constant tension, trying to control the irrational sexual demands of the id. So they're basically like going back and forth, you know, with each other. Between these two opposites, that the conscious self acting as a reference between the rival claims of these two unconscious forces. Fried called this the um, reality principle and named it the ego. And then, according to Fried, everyone is to some degree neurotic because the ego will never be able to satisfy the, the demands of both the id. And the super ego. So it's kind of like two friends fighting each other. And like he's the middle group. And he can't like you know can't get them to agree with each other. You know so just think of it as friends. Like three friends and two are fighting. And one is like the middle group trying to like make peace. But it's not happening. Freed believed that when a person sleeps the ego relaxes and can no longer um adjud- adjudicate well Adju- <laughs> can't read between the conflicting forces of the id and superego at this time the superego stands guard over the ego ego and protects it from the overwhelming instinctive urges of the id and then dreams are a symbolic language by which the id tries to